Okay, WH707 from Instagram asks, have you ever had any non-fitness related jobs? Well, of course I've had non-fitness related jobs. <laughs> For God's sake. Yeah, I've had non-fitness related jobs. I've done everything. I've been in the horse business. I was a waiter. I grew up in a cafe. I sold clothing for a couple of years. Men's clothing. I sold men's clothing for a couple of years here in Wichita Falls. What else did I do? Shoveled shit. Fixed things. You know, worked outside quite a bit. Yeah, non-fitness related. What well, do you think when I was think 17? Think you were born. I was born as the king of barbells when I was 16. People were, t I was the trainer, like Joe Weider. I was trainer of champions since the age of 14. If you calculate that back, since ni in 1936, he was like 14 years old. No, that was not me. I've had lots and lots of non-fitness related jobs. Uh, in fact, I had a, in fact, I mowed lawns for several years. In fact, I did that today. Have brown on you. Yes, I've had non-fitness related jobs. FAQ, when should I switch to sumo? Why should you switch to sumo? Is a much better question. Why would you want to do that? Uh, there are some people who have thought about this a long time and who have uh, made a decision in a, in a competitive uh, context to pull sumo. In my personal opinion, the first guy that ever did that, and the guy that popularized it first was Mike Bridges, that should have triggered a technical committee meeting of the IPF, and they should have said, at that point, deadlifts shall be performed with the feet inside the grip. And shut all of that shit down. It's ridiculous. There are people pulling deadlifts four inches and calling them deadlifts. And I just, that, that should have been dealt with at the time. Why would you do sumo? Sumo is done to create artificially short legs by manipulating the angle at which the leg comes out of the pelvis, out of the hips. Uh, what this does is, is uh, make the deadlift easier by uh, shortening the distance between the hip and the bar, by creating an artificially more vertical back angle, and shortening the range of motion. Uh, we train for strength. I see no purpose in doing a sumo uh, for the vast, huge, overwhelming majority of the human race. Uh, we can get you into a conventional deadlift position. The conventional deadlift position makes you stronger in a conventional stance. And uh, I just don't see any reason to make it easier to do more weight on the deadlift when getting strong is actually the point. So uh, when should you switch to sumo on your first attempt at the meet? Frequently asked question, we get this all the time. Rip, when will you come to Timbuktu to do your seminar? Uh, far away.
faraway place that's expensive to get to with marginal interest, no population density, very little English spoken, absolute lack of equipment, and no reason to be there to begin with. Well, we probably aren't, okay? We're probably not going to be there. Our policy is at this point is to go to starting strength gyms. So we're supporting our affiliate gym program and uh, we can therefore assure that all the equipment's in place, that we have people that know what's going on at the seminar, and we have far fewer problems when we're dealing with our own people like that. So, no, we're not going to go to uh, uh, Tierra del Fuego. We're not going to go to Johannesburg. We won't be doing a starting strength seminar in rural China anytime soon. We will not be even in Australia anytime soon. And the reason we won't be in Australia is because it's not because it's remote, it's not because people don't understand us. Uh, at least I think most of them understand. Uh, the reason we're not going to do seminars in remote locations is because of the logistics. Now let me explain, let me explain this. I have to explain this all the time. It may seem as though there is a big demand for us to come to Australia, and there very well may be. But the plane tickets are about $1,800 a piece. It's a 17-hour or some god-awful flight to get over there. I don't have any starting strength coaches right now in Australia. Therefore, if we do a 25-person seminar in Australia, we have to take five staff members with us. That's six airplane tickets, which is a lot of money. Now, in order to make any money on the trip at all, we would have to stay for two consecutive weekends and do two seminars, thus amortizing the airline flights out over two revenue-generating events. This would require that the trip for all of us be 11 or 12 days. This would, therefore, preclude the possibility of taking any staff who actually has productive work to do while they're gone. We just can't do it. And until we have enough staff in remote locations, we're not going to be able to take any long foreign trips to come do these, to come do these seminars. Now, that won't always be true. But for right now, here in 2015, it is true. So, no, we're not going. Get on the plane, just like we would have to do.